Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, and welcome to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. San Francisco Unified students are going back to school next week, but some teachers are threatening to stay home until they're paid what they're owed for last school year. What do we need to do to get paid? Go on strike? The district's payroll system has had problems since at least January, and hundreds of teachers and staff are still getting shortchanged. And now, some are threatening not to return until the district pays up. Today, why some San Francisco teachers still haven't been paid, and what it can mean for the upcoming school year. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. The board meeting on Tuesday was supposed to be the first regular meeting uh, ahead of the new school year with the new superintendent. Ida Mojadad is a reporter for the San Francisco Standard covering education and housing and also for the board to introduce their draft vision. They've been meeting to make some new goals. So this meeting was the first one for the new superintendent, and I know there were also some other agenda items like making Eid a school holiday. But what issue came up the most, especially during public comment? It turned out to be a lot of teachers who were very angry, upset, frustrated that they are still dealing with these payroll issues. 
Um, I'm Darcy Chan Blackburn. I teach at Sheridan Elementary School. Hi, good evening. My name is Carolyn Karlovic. I'm a teacher at George Washington High School. Hello, good evening. My name is Christian Benitez. I'm a custodial supervisor here at San Francisco Unified School Hi, District. Hi, my name is Madison Williams, and I was an educator this summer with the credit recovery. Their paychecks being incomplete, inaccurate, still haven't been resolved. I became severely ill with COVID in late June and was paid 16 cents an hour for my leave rather than my contracted hourly wage. Other benefit issues, retirement, deposits not going through. The district is six to eight months behind in contributing to our retirement accounts. You know, a lot of folks also came up to talk about how they know that their site is short, you know, five, seven teachers out of, you know, for a department that normally has like 14, for example. So they're, they're missing a substantial amount of staff on top of being uh, pulled in these different directions and trying to track down what's going on with their paychecks. You need to fix this payroll issue. You need to show us, our students, the communities, that you care about us and that you can start the year right. This is ridiculous. Empower was a loser from the beginning, and it's a loser now. I just want to sort of contextualize this issue. This district has been through so much drama these past two years, and this is just yet another fiasco that has actually been going on for months now, right? Yeah, the district switched to a new payroll system in uh, January called Empower SF. It had been in the works for several years. And there was a whole flood of cases that erupted at the end of January when people started receiving paychecks under this new system. At one point, the school district had tallied about a thousand cases. The flow has lessened, but in any case, new problems emerge month after month. The United Educators of San Francisco estimates about 100 or more active cases. SEIU, the Service Employees International Union, estimates also about 100 or more cases of uh, unresolved problems, missing pay, et cetera. But the district hasn't tallied any sort of grand, grand total. And there's also a lot of people who just may not know. They may not know how to read their paycheck. They don't know exactly how much they're missing. The scale isn't totally known, but there are definitely teachers who have said, this isn't a problem for me, but I can't believe that this is a problem for my colleagues. I mean, I know you talked directly with some teachers who have experienced this problem. Um, What are they telling you? So Ava Telez, she is a uh, early education educator of more than 20 years in the district. And she has still some almost $800 unresolved from the spring. They were taking out um, my medical insurance as a family plan. And it was only supposed to be me on my insurance plan. So so they were charging you as a family plan, but it was just you. Correct. So they on top of that, during the summertime, the two paychecks that were supposed to come from teaching in the summertime have also been unclear to her what she's actually owed pre-post-tax, the stipend, the retention bonus stipends that they were supposed to be receiving. And then all my checks have been, they haven't been steady. There was one month where my check was uh, $500, and then there was another check where my check was $700, and then they added that DIT. I mean, what is she tell you about how this problem has affected her life, her everyday life? 
Yeah, she just brought in two foster children who were one years old into her life. She recently bought a home in Pittsburgh. She has two teenagers who go to school in SF Unified where she teaches. And, uh, you know, she doesn't know uh, how long she can go on paying all these bills and not knowing when all the money will come in. And she, she has had it. I need my income. Yeah. School's about to start. I have twin girls that go to Mission High School. They need school clothes. They need school supplies. So two two kids under one years old. They're one. Yeah. Yeah. And then two teenagers. Two teenagers. At Mission High School. Wow. Senior year. Wow. I can't do it. Okay. The way she put it was, you know, they tell me, think of your students, think of the families. And she said, what about me and my family? What about my well-being? Uh, so how are you feeling going to the school year now with this? I'm not going back until I get paid. And, it, and for me, it's a really big deal. I mean, we've been talking about, Ida, how this has been going on for months. It sounds like there were IT problems for sure, but that doesn't seem to be enough to explain why this has been going on for months and months. What do you make of that? In short, you know, the district is uh, working, you know, around the clock from what I keep hearing. They, they started this launch with an understaffed payroll department. They are still understaffed for the scale of the problem. Every month, like I said, there's new cases that emerge, and so that makes it harder to address the longer-term problems. They just can't catch up to the, the problems that keep emerging. Everyone is on the same page of how horrible this is and how much needs to be done and how urgent it is. It is listed as one of the priorities of the, the new superintendent, and there's just not an easy path to do that. So what has the district been doing over the past few months to fix this problem right now? Um, you know, tonight we, you know, we got to hear um, and, you know, the, the pain and challenges that our staff have felt through this. And so Superintendent Matt Wayne, from the get-go, when he, when he started, when he was introduced, uh, he identified that as an issue and was like, please stay with us. Yeah, so this is my first regularly scheduled board meeting, and I wanted to take a moment just to introduce myself and uh, share what I'm doing as I begin my tenure here. The way he put it to everyone in that room, uh, he said, you know, you, you can know that I am working on this daily. To understand, you know, what are the needs and how do we address them? And what can we do immediately? And what, can we do, uh, what do we need to do over time to make sure that this is a system that works for us? They've staffed up some of the payroll. It seems like they've made some improvements on the back end. They extended some of the support from the vendor. Uh, they have this two-month, four-month, six-month plan. So there's a lot of back-end technical stuff. There's a big demand to have you know, regular office hours so people can go to an actual human person and get off-cycle checks so they can just get paid right up front. Uh, they're also setting up one-on-one -on -one financial coaching that has not launched yet, though, for teachers. It's unclear when that exactly will happen, but um, uh, I think they have a goal in the, the next weeks, months to do that. I mean, what are the teachers that you heard from doing in the meantime? How are they sort of dealing with the fact that they are carrying this into the new school year? I think there's a lot of uncertainty. I, I think they're just continuing to be frustrated, compounding. 
how they're dealing with it is, you know, increasing appetite to not go to work. Would you go to work if your employer neglected to pay you for one month? How about two? How about seven? If the seventh month one teacher who teaches at Lowell, Erin Hanlon-Young, who has, uh, for the record, not had payroll issues herself, but is watching this unfold all around her with her peers, and came up to the podium and said, what is it going to take for, to get them to, to do something about it? Should we strike? Many in the audience were like, yes. What do we need to do to get paid? Go on strike? Light ourselves on fire for us now! There's um, a lot more attention that's paid now to uh, the salary increases and cost of living increases. They've been operating under the same contract since 2020. They, through the pandemic, they've, they've had to just kind of put all that stuff on hold. And now the state budget has uh, allocated funding for a more substantial cost of living increase. And they want that now. And then they later down the line want salary increases. So the district can show them, we know it's been a tough couple years. We know it's going to continue to be tough. We know that we can't give you all what you really need right now in this moment with those payroll issues, but to give people like a lifeline, like we're, we're going to be here for you. Um, that's something that a lot of teachers are looking for right now. I mean, teachers have already gone through so much between COVID and burnout and these teacher shortages. And at San Francisco Unified, there's also a school board recall. And I just don't imagine that this issue is good for morale. Like, I'm curious what you're hearing from teachers about how they're feeling going into this new school year and whether they have any hopes for this new school year. I think for a lot of them, they can't even like begin to comprehend like a whole school year. And my, my sense is that a lot of them are just kind of like thinking about it day by day, week by week. Like it's hard for them to shake the fact that they are coming into a new school year while there's all these unresolved issues from the spring. Usually the beginning of the school year is supposed to be a very happy time. Everyone's coming back together again. And um, it sounds like for a lot of teachers, they are just carrying a lot of this weight into a new year instead of starting afresh. Ida, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. That was Ida Mojadad, a reporter for the San Francisco Standard covering education and housing. You can follow Ida's work on Twitter. She's at I-D-A-M-O-J. We've got more back-to-school coverage coming to you on Monday. This time, it's a special episode in collaboration with our youth takeover team here at KQED. We talk with a high school student about the intense pressure students are feeling at high-achieving schools in Silicon Valley and what the proximity of big tech companies has to do with it. This 32-minute conversation with Ida was cut down and edited by producer Maria Esquinka. Alan Montecilio is our editor. He scored this one and added all the tape. And I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday.
Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.